That is the sound of the award shows going down the drain. Wow. We talked yesterday that the numbers could not have been good for the Grammys. And uh, that was correct. They were the worst ever. They cratered 53% from last year's results. 18 to 49 age group down 61% from last year's final numbers. Wow. An all time low 8.8 million who did show up for Trevor Noah hosting the, uh, the Grammys, which was wonderful. And, and it was even worse than that really, because, uh, the network CBS, it that wasn't just the cable numbers. Okay. They, put all the data together. So they talked about who streamed the primetime ceremony on CBS.com, the CBS app and the newly relaunched Paramount plus streamer now. Okay. So I guess that they don't, uh, they didn't count the home viewing or delayed viewing, but really in today's world, you know, that that isn't really a bad thing anymore. Cause that's the way they all are. You know, they're all bundling it. They have to. That's, I mean, that's who's watching, right? It isn't just the cable, but no matter what, altogether, still the worst numbers. Amazing. And, you know, they just released the Oscars nominations yesterday. They've got to be sweating. We'll go get into a little bit more of the Oscars as the show continues because <laughs> they have got to be sweating bullets. And we'll get to that as well as I'm excited about talking to, uh, talking to a man today about a movie that he's starting that is incredible and I am looking forward to it. Hey, let's let's get this thing going, shall we? Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So shock, shock, shock news breaking. Yesterday, the Vatican decreed that the Catholic Church cannot bless same-sex unions since God cannot bless sin. Shocking. I don't know, something the Catholic Church has been doing for thousands of years. <laughs> Just amazing. Uh, and the next thing you can tell me is the guy who was caught humping the stuffed Olaf doll at Target was ordered for a psyche valve from the judge. <laughs> I mean, okay, you're telling me the guy caught humping the stuffed animals at Target is crazy and whacked out of his mind? No, I won't hear of it. You're telling me that the Catholic Church, which... Actually, in today's world with this Pope is kind of a surprise. Is sticking to their their decree of thousands of years? Yeah, that's what we're saying. Oh, okay. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. And for those of you that uh, go through life thinking that the ice cream that you purchase from the grocery store is the best ever, again, uh, you're wrong. I don't want to, I hate to tell people they're wrong, but you're wrong. If you follow me on uh, social media, you saw this weekend that I had delivered to my house direct from Brooker's founding flavors, six pints of the most delicious, best ice cream ever. And they are so good. And you can do the same thing. Go to brookersicecream.com, click on the Ship Nationwide tab, and have it delivered directly 
to you the best ice cream in the world, bar none. Brooker's Founding Flavors Ice Cream. And it's with a historical twist because, you know, they're not communists and they believe in the United States of America and they deliver it and send it and pack it with a historical twist. During this month, if you're listening live on the 16th of March, 2021, uh, you can try the Guns of Boston flavor, which has chunks of Little Debbie oatmeal cream pie in it. <laughs> it is awesome. And that's because uh, they are celebrating the evacuation day uh, when the British were forced out of Boston during the Revolutionary War. Remember, I said ice cream with a historical twist. And, of course, the month of March would not be complete without a St. Patrick's Day flavor. And oh my gosh, today is St. Patrick's Day for those of you listening live. Amazing. Uh, It's this magically delicious ice cream that has mint Oreo cookies and cream, chocolate chip brownies, and Andy's mints all blended into one beautiful scoop or scoops, plural, of ice cream. It is so good. And you're going to find those flavors and a whole lot more on the Brooker's Founding Flavors Ice Cream website. Go to brookersicecream.com, brookersicecream.com, click on the Ship Nationwide tab, and have it brought directly to your house. brookersicecream.com, click on that Ship Nationwide, and wait for the goodness. Speaking of uh, not being commies, I uh, saw a story where uh, an American flag was bothering people. Now, we've talked a little bit about this. I know that homeowners associations and, you know, some of them have the rights where the rules where you can't fly the flag. And look, you signed into the deal of living in this neighborhood. So, you know, either, you know, fight the fight the power and fight the man and bring it down so you can fly your flag. But this particular owner uh, is told to take his flag down because when the wind blows, it makes too much noise. <laughs> oh, okay. No problem. I mean, it looks like the picture that they have for the story is it's up on the second floor of this condominium building. And well, I bet you it's so loud. It's probably deafening when the wind is blowing. And the neighbors just can't take it. So, I mean, you've got to take it down. That's just the way it is. Now, the owner said that, uh, you know, he's been uh, flying the flag from his balcony uh, for the last couple of years. So now all of a sudden it's a problem? Uh, no, I do not think so. Uh, no. He believes, well, I mean, he obviously believes that, you know, it's a symbol for our nation and it should be flown whenever it can be. Absolutely. I agree with that. But they're telling him that uh, it must come down uh, during these times, uh, as between, um, I think it's, uh, what's the time that he has to take it down sunset to sunrise and whenever there's any inclement weather. Now I would say that as mad as I am about, you know, the guy should be able to fly his flag. Really? Uh, that's probably not a bad idea. Look, you're not supposed to really fly your flag at night unless it has a light on it, right? And it's supposed to be lit up if you're flying it at night and if it's in inclement weather, uh, it's not a bad idea to take it down. So, you know, hang it every morning, go out, drink your coffee, hang the, hang the flag up. And then, you know, when you come home at night, you pull it down. I, I think that's a fair compromise. 
And if it's raining or snowing or blowing, whatever, I mean, take it down. I, that's not a, I kind of feel like now that's, that's kind of a good compromise. Now I'm on the condominiums. Oh no. Now I'm on the condo side. Oh no. Fight the man. <laughs> fight the man. Another fight the man story, uh, coming from Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, they have a campaign called, uh, lights out and it is for, uh, it's for, it's for the birds. It's so that we can, we can save the birds. So downtown Fort Worth has their high rise buildings and they've joined a mission to help save the lives of migrating birds and a partnership between the city of Fort Worth and the downtown Fort Worth Inc, which I mean, those people have got to be great, right? So this, the skyline will be dimmed every night through May 31st from midnight to 6 a.m. It's part of a nationwide initiative called Lights Out. And the goal is to protect billions of birds as they migrate across the United States. And one of the largest migrations on the planet are the ones that occurs primarily at night. And Texas has a huge amount of migrating birds uh, going flying across the state. You know, buildings from all the urban areas. And apparently, instead of letting the birds know, hey, there's a building, I'll fly around it. Uh, I guess it disorients the birds and confusing confuses them and exhausting them and making them vulnerable to collisions with buildings. So we have to worry that birds are like, oh my gosh, another lighted building. I'm so confused. I'm so tired. I can't fly around this building. And they hit the building? No, I don't believe it. I want proof. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, the migrating birds people will give me proof. But I want to see it. I want to see how many dead birds are left in downtown Fort Worth because the lights were left on in these buildings. No. No, I don't believe it. So apparently, and I said a lot of birds, one in three birds migrate through Texas. That's pretty, that's a lot of birds. So, I mean, you, they must be stepping on birds every morning during migration season in downtown Fort Worth because <laughs> it just, it's confusing to the birds. They don't know what's going on. It just makes them uh, exhausted trying to swim or fly around these buildings. And it's just, they give up and hit the building and then that's it then people are stepping on them on the sidewalks the next morning come on now no i don't believe it i don't believe it and you know their biggest thing is look at the secondary benefit it saves energy and money and according to the epa uh energy is the largest operating expense for commercial buildings yes i believe that it is i'm guessing that it takes a whole lot more energy during the day when all the offices are up and running rather than night when they just have a few of the, you know, outside lights on it. I know Fort Worth has a big, you know, to do with their buildings all lit up downtown Fort Worth. You cannot tell. I'm sorry. No, I do not. I want proof. If you're a bird person, an ornithologist, I want to know. Wait, we got to talk to the, hold on. This is it's so important for us to act locally to support our global environment. And this is just one small way we can do our part, said Laura Bird, president 
of the anthropoid realty pair. Okay, so Laura is trying to sell houses in Fort Worth. And she is in, a, her offices are in a tower in downtown Fort Worth. Light pollution causes the habitat loss that affects our bird population. I want, I want proof. Is Laura Bird stepping all over dead birds during migration season? No. <laughs> I don't believe it. No. I, I won't hear of it. You're telling me that the lights on the outside of the buildings make the birds confused and exhausted and then they hit the buildings and die. No, I'm sorry, no. But every little bit helps. So if it only saves one bird. Speaking of every little bit helps, uh, I have a way for you to help a movie get made. I know, I know. Uh, Look, the mainstream media and big tech have worked Overtime to cover up the corruption of the Biden family and Hunter Biden, which we have talked about at length on this show. I am so happy that this film is happening. The filmmakers behind the Gosnell movie have announced a brand new project, a feature film called My Son Hunter. And that's going to expose the Hunter Biden scandal. And you can learn more at mysonhunter.com. The movie going to tell it all. I can't wait to talk to Felon Macklear. He's coming on the show today. Uh, I'm, I can't wait to talk to him about how he's how, how it's coming along with the, the making of this movie, uh, where it's going to be made at, and of course, what the movie is going to you know all encompass around Hunter. You know that's one of my uh, you know favorite stories is the Hunter Biden story and the entire Biden family, really. And you know that I want, uh, you know, I, I believe that his book should have been titled I'm Not Bo. But uh, this movie is going to tell it all, according to this. And we're going to talk to Phelan here in a little bit uh, on, on the show about Hunter's wild escapades, the contents of his laptop, shady foreign business deals. And, of course, let's not forget about China. But, but they need your help. And Hollywood is not going to fund this movie. So there's no way that Hollywood ex- exposes the truth behind some of the most powerful people in politics. Not in today's world. No more. So they need your help. And that's why they're bringing the film directly to the people to be funded by people like you. You can donate $10, $50, or, you know, a lot more and help expose the most corrupt family in politics since, well, you know, since maybe the Clintons. Uh, and your donation is 100% tax deductible. So go to mysonhunter.com right now and make your donation mysonhunter.com um and i know it says here on the copy mysonhuntermovie.com but it redirects you to mysonhunter.com so go to mysonhunter.com and help them out do whatever you can uh to help them out and uh Phelan and his wife are putting this together and i i can't wait you remember he it says here in the copy that he talked uh, you know made the gosnell movie and frack nation and he's an author and he's uh, you know written and produced plays the guy is amazing and, and and so is his wife and uh they're doing you know they're doing journeyman's work in hollywood that's for sure and i can't wait to talk to him about it uh my son hunter.com mysonhunter.com he's here now fantastic let's talk to Phelan Mackler I am so excited on Chewing the Fat today to talk to this man uh, Phelan Mackler who is putting together a new 
uh, movie package that we've talked a lot about on this show, the uh, wonderful Hunter Biden. And I love him. He's one of my favorite characters in America today. And by loving him, I mean he's uh, an interesting character. Yes. Anyway, Phelan Mackler, how in the world are you? Thanks for joining me on Chewing the Fat today. It's good to see you. I'm, I'm great. Well, thank you very much uh, for having me on. I mean, you're right, actually. You know, this is not a political movie. This is, you know, this is this is actually a great movie. This is a great story. Yeah. As you say, Hunter Biden and to some extent Joe Biden, they're, they're two very, very interesting and fascinating characters. And yes. then you have this cinematic thing of Joe Biden, uh, or sorry, Hunt, uh, Bo Biden, who's this missing son, who's the son who died, uh, you know. How cinematic is that? I know. Now, I know that you uh, are now trying, you know, you're putting together uh, a crowdfunding uh, opportunity for people to uh, yes. help you out. And you've done it before. Yes. Uh, and got a great response. And so you're doing it under the uh, name. And I'm guessing it stays the same, although it may be preliminary. My son, Hunter. Yes. Yeah. yeah. My dot com is, is where you can go to give. But yeah. So the movie is called at the moment is called My Son, Hunter. And, you know, we've, we've had a lot of discussions here about the title. People are saying we need something I've else. Got for At it. the moment, I, I, that strikes me as a pretty good. It is, a, it is a good one. But I always thought, I know he's coming out with his new book. Uh, I don't, it may even actually be out. I, I, I don't remember. I know it was coming out soon. Um, that I always wanted to have him it be titled, I'm Not Bo. And because, uh, I mean, that is uh, yeah. I mean, that's exactly who he is. And Ashley, the sister as well, is the same struggling uh, kid that I mean, neither of them are Bo. It's just incredible. Yeah, I, I call this movie uh, my son, Hunter. I call it uh, Austin Powers meets King Lear with a dash of House, House of Cards. So it's about the Biden <laughs> family with a capital F, but also the family with a small F. I mean. Bo was the chosen son. Bo was the golden boy. Forever. Bo yeah. was to be the president uh, that Joe was could never be. Uh, uh, and, and Hunter always was in his shadow. And yeah. then when when Bo unfortunately died, Hunter really went off the rails. And uh, he'll never be the man that his father wants him to be because uh, that's impossible because he's trying right. to be a dead man. And uh, it's a family tragedy in so many ways. But... You know, then Bo uses the family name to make money, lots of sure. money, and then apparently is siphoning parts of that money to to Joe Biden and using Joe Biden to use his political influence to help his business right. partners. Well, what's so interesting about the entire process is that uh, he really did that for a long time. I mean, he was, you know, under his dad's shadow and it was almost, you know, the Biden crime family. But when Joe, the father became vice president after, you know, a hundred years in the Senate, um, that really moved that power up the ladder. Right. I mean, he was able to do things that he couldn't do before. Yes. And that really, uh, influenced the way Hunter related to the world. Right. I mean, even he knew that uh, his lifestyle um, was going to be difficult to keep attaining. <laughs> there was there was a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of partying, 
Uh, yep. I don't know how much, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've, you know, are working on the script and you've got people working on it and, yes. and it may absolutely be done already. But, uh, the, uh, the struggles that he's had and the, and the daughter really Ashley too, but I mean, Hunter is most famous for it. The struggles that he's had with, uh, uh, his lifestyle under, um, uh, the Senate daddy and then the vice president daddy. And now the president daddy, uh, has been extraordinary. I mean, those struggles have been amazing and I almost feel sorry for him. Oh yeah. Listen, almost, almost. I kind of feel a little bit sorry for him. I mean, I wouldn't be making this movie. We wouldn't be making this movie if, if it was only about Hunter Biden's party lifestyle, right. Uh, You know, uh, and, and, drug addiction and alcohol yeah. addiction. You know, that's not, that's a good story, but it's not the story I want to tell. It's only, you know, it's only, this is a guy who who joined the Navy with a waiver, got thrown out on his first day because it's more cocaine than, than in Colombia in the system. Right. Uh, you know, this is a guy who went to rehab and on the way in met a woman called Bicycles because she always walked around, she was homeless and always walked around with a bicycle and yeah. he ended up living with her for three months. This is a guy who claims the reason he had cocaine in his system when he went to the Navy was because two mysterious South Africans had given him a, a drug-laced cigarette. Who does, and who doesn't that happen to? Listen, uh, I, I, those South Africans are wonderful people, very generous with their drugs, yes, apparently. Yes. So, but that's, you know, that's all uh, cream, but it's not really a, a story. The story is, you know, if you're running an oil and gas company uh, and you're doing an international headhunt executive search, yeah. the person you choose to be on your board is that guy. Uh, you know why what 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 you know you know why what did they get in return if you're the mayor of moscow's wife the company that you decide to send three million of your hard-earned money to is uh is is that company is run run by a guy who is a a drug addict and an alcohol addict uh if you are a chinese businessman and you want to give someone a hundred thousand dollars for a spending spree or an eighty five thousand dollar diamond ring you give it to this guy. Yeah, Why? Old, and, and by the way, this is not conspiracy theory. These are this is all based. actually happened. He actually gave an interview to the New Yorker magazine in July 2019, yes. uh, when he detailed all of this and defended it. And I'm going, okay, that that's your facts. Let's let's put it out there in the real world yes. and have real people uh, ask. You know, is this does this pass the smell test and how, how much did Joe know and when did he know it and how was Joe benefiting and is he the big guy who's in for 10% as, as one of Hunter Biden's emails said? Uh, just, I know, that, and that goes back to how the story is just a, an amazing story. And really, it surrounds the entire Biden family, right? Yes. I mean, we know we know of truth about that entire family and I don't know how much you know, you plan on touching some of that in, in the movie because, you know, it's obviously about my son, Hunter.com. But, uh, the, the object is, is that people can now invest and help you get this thing made. Right. I mean, that's what we're doing now. Yeah. Well, I mean, we had wonderful success with the people, uh, for the, for the crowdfunding of Gosnell, right? Right. Fantastic Gosnell. movie. Well, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, you know, we, we raised 2.3 million there from 30,000 people. And because people were tired, don't forget this story. We, we wouldn't have to make a movie if, if the media had done their job and reported this story at the time. We would you. Have, you know, at this stage, it would be Hollywood should be making the movie, not us. But they're not doing that. No. So we need people's help to make this movie. Uh, we need them to go to mysonhunter.com really and 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 
give your $30 or $50, $10, you can even give $1. Even give $1, just make a point that you're tired of the yeah, cover. Because we're all tired of the cover up. We sure are. And and it'd be and it's good. It will be great to see it in conclusion and know that you had a part in it, right? Yes. Even if it's just a dollar. Yes. Uh, obvi- obviously, it's nice of those people that want to give a lot more at mysonhunter.com. But, uh, you know, even if it's a dollar, uh, you want to be able to say that, you know, watch it and, and believe that you had a part in it. Totally. Uh, showing the corruption and showing the, the struggles that this family has. And they have those struggles because they're screwing you. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just amazing. It, it is an amazing story, actually. I mean, it's, it's, it's as I say, it's Austin Powers meets King Lear uh, <laughs> and House of Cards. Yes. And, you know, if Hollywood had any decency and any kind of backbone, they'd be fighting over the rights to make this. It sure would. I mean, it's it's got it's got exotic locations. I mean, it's got the Ukraine, it's got China, it's got Russia, it's got Washington. It's, it's got, got California. California. California, Hunter lives down the road from me. He literally lives down the road. I mean, I could literally throw a crack pipe now and hit him on the on the head. He lives down on <laughs> the canals in Venice. Yeah, 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 that's his new place. Yes. Yeah, just $25,000 a month because... Ah, that's yeah. nothing. Well, you know, and, and, and you know, I don't want to start judging someone, but you know, if I was recovering from a drug addiction, I think the last person place I would like to be is in Venice, California. Really? That's, yes, it's, that's, 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 that's there are a few people around here with drug problems, and they have not <laughs> been in rehab for a long time. Right, uh, that's really amazing, and they and I know that. Uh, speaking of that, you know, I was reading where uh, some of the neighborhood was a little unhappy when he moved in because of uh, some of the security, especially now that dad's president. But that's just a side note. Well, that's very interesting. They either changed their minds because uh, they've cleaned out a lot of the homeless around his house. Oh, nice. Yes. because So people are getting uh, uh, a bit of relief from the, the, wow. from the, the politically induced homelessness crisis that we have. I mean, that's good for Hunter, right? Because bicycle isn't going to be around. So yeah. they're good. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> it's keeping you know, the family safe. Well, you know, I mean, it's, you know, as I say, we can have, la- we can laugh at him. And- I know, I know, I but, know. No, but hold on. But also, I mean, you know, to be fair, he's bringing out a memoir. I think it's coming out on the 6th of April, right? Okay. It's, a, it's an addiction mem- memoir, I suppose. I haven't seen it yet. But this is an attempt for, by Hunter to launder his dodgy business dealings, right? In the sense, right. you know, he's going to bring out this really honest addiction memoir, I'm sure. And the media, it's going to give the media an out saying, well, Hunter was very honest about his past, yeah. you know, and all those embarrassing stories. And the reality is he is not he is not going to be honest about his past, I am sure, because he is not going to say how he got a job at Burisma. He's not going to say about the phone calls he made to, to dad about getting the prosecutor fired. Right. He's not going to say where he believed the three million from the mayor of Moscow's wife came from. He's not going to say uh, that he's going to forget that he got a diamond ring from a Chinese businessman and got $100,000 to go on a spending spree by another Chinese businessman because that is what what businessmen do. They just give uh, $100,000 to random people for yeah. no reward at all. <laughs> right. It's just, uh, I mean, there's even, I mean, really, Phelan, there's more uh, to that with the business dealings in China because they're still uh, bringing money in for a lot of the deals that, uh, I mean, we're, you're the, the 3 million and the hundred thousand, that's just a tip 
of the iceberg of that money. Uh, it's really, really an incredible story. So you uh, decided to put together this uh, this film, uh, My Son Hunter. You've got to be now uh, with uh, Frack Nation, with Gosnell, and now with My Son Hunter dot com uh you can uh you've got to be now getting some people in hollywood eh, with their back up against the wall a little bit do you feel it at all no no uh, no hollywood is hollywood is impervious and impenetrable and uh and has become more doctrinaire than ever you know um, interesting there was a was a time when i first came to hollywood about 10 years ago 12 years ago you could. There was a definitely an avenue for getting proper stories in, in, right, right, in right. movies. No, and it was a token, and you know. But there was a definite pathway, and sometimes you could get them in under the radar. Now Hollywood is gets point. You get points for saying I I stopped this person. I banned this right. person. I cancelled this person. That wasn't the way it was twelve years ago. You you had to. It was a quiet blacklist. Now blacklisting is a marketing decision. Right. That's that's really sad. But the good news is, is that uh, you and we as investors in mysonhunter.com uh, that are able to, uh, you know, go around the go around the block a little bit yes. and uh, bypass them, which yes. is uh, which is fantastic. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's still people willing to uh, create good programming, good content without them. Right. Without Hollywood in, uh, you know, in parentheses. Yeah, yeah, um, you yeah, know there is, and you know the the, the the funny thing is that Hollywood's full of conservatives. Um, they just don't talk. I mean, they literally sit on, 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 and we have regular confessional lunches with Hollywood uh, workers who 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 are so delighted. To, you know, they reach out to us because we're one of the few people who are out here, and they and they, you know we invite them over for lunch, and they just sit there, and it's like they they finally can talk. With someone in the industry about what they believe and what and what they have to endure, and it's you know people on the movie sets. People used to do yoga in the first five or ten minutes, or they used to do you know stretching exercises. Sure. Or, or the director used to give them a pep talk. Now it's they literally have their ten to fifteen minutes rant. Well, it was about Trump. I'm not sure what it is now. I haven't spoken to right. And it's just everyone comes in with their with their anti-Trump hit, uh, their anti-American hit. And then they do their job, and then at lunchtime they have a little aperitif, uh, you know, appetizer of, of anti-Trumpism uh, and hatred for for working Americans, and then go on and make product for working Americans, apparently, um, and don't see the the dichotomy there. So it's um, it's a tough place for a lot of people, who and you know if your word gets out that you don't follow. The, the doctrinaire uh, orthodoxy, then you will be out of work. You will be blacklisted, uh, and you're, you know you'll lose your home. So the the grip that's going to work on my hun my son Hunter dot com uh, is that uh, is his name changed to protect the innocent? Oh, listen, you don't you will never know who the editor of Frag Nation was because the editor of Frag Nation I believe put a false name on, on on the thing. You will you know there are many people who work for Gosnell. Who did? Who asked for their name to be taken off it? Right, I believe that. I, I uh, same with other the plays I did. FBI Lovebirds. I know of several people there. That some of them are liberal, who now don't want to be associated with some <laughs> are conservative. So you know, it just it just work. 
It's just work. You're creating content and programming. It's just yeah. work, and, and yet it, you have to be that. ashamed of it. It's very funny. It's the truth as well. I mean, that was the thing. We we did the Ferguson play here. We took the FBI. We took the grand jury uh, transcripts and made a play out of it. And so it was only actual eyewitness content, right? Right. Uh, you know, documented. I change. I, I cut their comments, cut their testimony down, but didn't change a word of it. It was a very fascinating play. The last hour and a half of Michael Brown's life, told minute by minute by eyewitnesses, many of them African American. And uh, first day of rehearsals, nine of the actors walked out. Oh man! You know, so actually five walked out in the first day, and four uh, trickled away after that because. They, you know, they, they, they just couldn't handle the truth. You know, they, 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 uh, the truth, I suppose the truth wasn't what the media had told them it was. Right. And they didn't like that. So, uh, you know, and that's sad, actually. And It sure you know, is. And, you know, I get a bit, um, forgive me if I'm a little bit bored when I see actors talking about struggling and not. Oh, my gosh, I know. I mean, I I've had more actors walk off my performances, than, you know, than, than I've had performances, actually. And, uh, you know, sorry, this is a well-paying job. I mean, these are, this is a job in a play that was on the front page of the LA Times that NPR was doing pieces about it, finally putting the theater back on the front page of the media. Right. And, and nobody wants to work it. Nobody wants to work on it. So sorry, right. you know, you, know you, you say you want to work on high-profile, controversial uh, productions. Here you Here go. You go. Uh, and, sir, and uh, then, you know, then you don't want to work there. So sorry, you know, stop your bleating, stop your whining. Amen. Uh, there's work there if you want it, but you don't want it. Amen. So the timeline of uh, My Son Hunter. So uh, now we've got, uh, uh, you know, your crowdfunding and you're raising some money now at uh, mysonhunter.com. And uh, so the timeline is uh, in your head. What's the timeline for this? Uh, in, in our head, we're, we're going to finish the script at the end of March. Um, and maybe do a redraft, but we're going to be filming in Serbia. I should have said this. We're going to film it in Serbia during the summer, over the I summer. Gonna say, I was going to say, it's got to be during the summer. I mean, nobody wants to go to Serbia in the winter. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to go to I'm Serbia. Maybe, anyway. But I, I like that yeah, like part of Eastern Europe. But, um, yeah, we're going to film in Serbia because Serbia will double as um, as the Ukraine. Yeah. It's got that East European feel. It's also, it's also got a Chinatown as well, so it's probably good Perfect. guys right. in China. And, and, of course, just for Hunter, we've got lots of beautiful Serbian women, I'm sure, who will be. Uh, and I believe uh, sources uh, tell me that there are a large number of strip clubs in Eastern Europe. Well, that's good. Uh, so right. that's, And they can't uh, be far off other than looking like Ohio. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we've got all the things we need in Serbia. And there, there's an infrastructure there for doing low-budget movies, which this is a 2.5 million movie, which is a low-budget movie but right. it's not you know it's not the lowest budget but it's it's, it's pretty low and uh, we need to make it stretch as far as we can sure so we're gonna film it in uh in serbia and it's going to be out you know in the fall and it's going to be free online okay. Yeah. okay good i mean that's fantastic that, that timeline uh it's pretty fast actually yeah yeah, yeah. No, it's, it I is fast and it's deliberately so um uh, and you know as soon as you know but people need to step up help us make it um you know, show Hollywood the, the cover-up stops. Show the media, who definitely covered this story up, that the, the cover-up stops now. And, you know, then we'll be off to Serbia for a month and a half filming this uh, this movie. And, uh, you know, 
I don't see why we won't. This is it's all set. You know, all we need are the funds, and we are ready to go. And we're going to tell the story, and we're going to force the media to address this story. Good, good. I mean that that is. I, I hope, and I want that to happen from this movie. And maybe we do this movie, and I say we because you know, I mean, I'm yes. mysonhunter.com. And uh, you know, when I watch it, I want to feel like I'm part of it. Uh, maybe we, uh, you know, behind. I'm not, you know, obviously you've got the in the works, but uh, I was thinking that maybe you know you film the filming so that once you release the film if nobody if you know they could open their eyes a little bit then you can release the documentary of the filming oh, no, totally film. totally we like that's one of the things actually we'll have somebody on on the site of the filming and their whole job will be to film the filming yeah yeah well, that's fantastic people so to know that and, you know people like to know what's going on behind the scenes yeah very transparent and you know we're not going to make that much up Right, and we're not going to go with conspiracy theories. All these things, we're going to be straight down the line, telling it as it is. It's a great story, straight down the line. Yeah. It's just an incredible story, and I'm just so happy to hear that you uh, were putting it together and doing it. It's fantastic, Phelan MacLear, along with your wife and uh, the rest of the team, and everyone at mysonhunter.com uh can uh, uh can go and uh, be a part of it that's fantastic thank you so much for coming on today phil it's good to see you well no, th- thank you um yeah people are people are turning up i'm just looking i can see that i can see the money coming in uh, hold on my wife is, is speaking to me no thanks so much uh, yeah, yeah yeah she's saying uh you just saying mysonhunter.com but we, i think we've done that one and, yeah <laughs> I mean, you've always been very good and i'm very supportive of our projects and we appreciate that and uh, i'd love to come on and tell you once we once we you know let's say when we hit our first million they'll come on or absolutely half a million uh, because once you get there the momentum is up and running and people absolutely people realize it i think people think is this a real project or not you know who is this guy and, you know as you reminded people we did the gosnell movie we told us yeah. kermit gosnell when the media tried to cover that up it starred dean kane uh directed by nick searcy it, you know, it's a great movie by the way and yes, it uh, is this one's a bit this one's gonna be a bit more lighthearted, you know. Uh the last one had, had very dark subject matter. Um, oh, yeah. but this is has has lighter subject lighter and dark lighter and serious, but it's gonna no, there's be- nothing I mean there's nothing lighter than a strip club. I mean let's be honest. <laughs> I don't know that Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. And that's no, just no, no, no. Phelan, thank you so much, man. Yeah. I appreciate it very much. And don't forget to uh, go to my son hunter.com and now uh, let's get this thing rolling because i'm uh I, I can't wait for it to be done thank you well, i appreciate it all the best all right let's go to the break room man i need a, I need a drink desperately so, the air travel they claim picking up they talked about how air travel recorded the highest number of passengers on a single day since March 15th, 2020, right? I mean, uh, 15 days to flatten the curve. So since that day, right? So that day when we were already starting to, you know, avoid travel, a little over a million five traveled on an airline. So yesterday, a million two, almost a million three. So still below last year, our flying. And the year before that, was 2,500,000. So, I mean, they've got a ways to go. They're still hurting. They all got, they just got the big bailout from the government, which was, you know, wonderful. And we talked about how the 
if you received a furlough, tear it up. Cause, uh, you know, they got, uh, they got the money from the, from the government. But I would say that if they want it to climb up again, um, I would say that perhaps they need to rethink because uh, on the same day we get the we get the story of uh, U.S. regulator extends zero tolerance policy on unruly air passengers. You will do what we say at all times. Zero tolerance policy. Oh, okay. Now it's been imposed since January, and there are hundreds of reported incidents. Well, you know that's a problem I have. Uh, some of these incidents really with the zero tolerance. Now I'm told. I'm told by insiders, (laughs) a source, and we know how good those are. Oh my gosh. Don't even get me started on the sources thing. Um, I'm told by sources that it is at the discretion of the flight attendants. So while they're, I mean, they're in charge during the flight, right? Once that, you know, once the door opens and you're walking down the, you're walking down the, the ramp into the plane. I mean, it's, you know, it's the flight attendants that are in charge. The pilot. Yeah, I know. I got it. But, uh, you know, then you have uh, the purser, I think is what his title is. Anyway, uh, they're in charge. And then, you know, the flight attendants, obviously. So if the flight attendant is having a bad day and you're doing something that is deemed wrong or illegal uh, against, you know, federal mandates that zero tolerance means you're in trouble and you're going to be, you know, banned from flying on that airline and probably all of them. Uh, according to this, uh, the FAA has initiated about 20 enforcement actions and is reviewing another 450 cases. And they've reported more than 500 unruly passenger cases. Okay. The agency also added that the majority of those incidents involve non-compliance with the face mask order but added that it continues to be concerned about unruly behavior of all types. Are you? We all are. We all are. Now, they've, people are being banned from airlines uh, and future forever for failing to comply with mask policies. Now, you know the deal. By the time you're buying your ticket, you know you're supposed to be wearing a mask, right? So this is where I have a problem with if the flight attendant has a bad day. Right. Because if you're wearing your mask wrong or they think you're not wearing it and you have it on and you're eating, you know, and then they come up to you and make a big deal about it. And you're saying, no, I've been wearing it. Leave me alone. Uh, And then are you creating a disturbance? Well, you may be. And with zero tolerance, have a nice day. Uh, Disruptive passengers could face $35,000 in fines. And possible jail time. Wow. That's uh, that's huge. So, and you already know that you have to wear your mask and you can only take it down while eating um, during the flight. You know that. You know that. So, if you don't wear it, you're just asking for a fight, right? And Delta claims they've banned like almost a thousand passengers since it adopted that. And it's still going to go as long as... Uh, you know, it's a federal mandate. You can count on that. Uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention imposed the federal mask mandate on all transportation modes in late January, or at least almost all of them. So the mandate's there. And you know if you have to do something. I get you, the anti-maskers. I got, I got it. I got you. 
I got you. I'm with you. We're looking at each other. But if you know the rules, then don't go in or don't use those particular establishments or businesses. Uh, you know, unless you want to fight. And I guess there's a lot of people that still want to just fight. Okay. I mean, we're already hearing that they're, you know, it could be a second wave. We're opening too soon. America has had enough. I mean, it's been a year. It's been a year. Enough already. That, what do I know? Anyway, hey, let me remind you, if you're listening to this show right now and you are not a subscriber to it, what are you doing with your life? Subscribe. Choose the platform that you want to uh, subscribe to or follow the program. And it doesn't cost any money. And then you can become a subscriber, a follower. You can become a freeloading subscriber. Not just a freeloader. Nobody likes a freeloader. Okay, Nobody likes a freeloader. So just become a freeloading subscriber. And subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Okay? All right. That's right. You can choose the platform you're listening on, which may be iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, or another platform. Or you could choose whatever platform warms the cockles of your heart. But either way, subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Or you can email Chewing the Fat, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. I got an email uh, yesterday from, uh, it's sent to Chewing uh, under uh, the heading of, Isn't It Interesting? Hmm. I was asked in this email, can you do a story on how hundreds of law professors came out against Kavanaugh in a letter to New York Times, but those professors in similar numbers have not come out against Biden, even though he had several sexual misconduct accusers. Political statements should not be admitted in any court. Also, confirmation hearings are supposed to be measures the person's ability to be impartial. There's no impartiality to the law for how the 500-plus law professors signed the letter against Kavanaugh but not against Biden. Additionally, most of the New York lawmakers want Governor Cuomo to resign over sexual harassment allegations, but not one lawmaker has asked for an investigation into Biden. Hmm. That is interesting, isn't it? <laughs> it is interesting. Huh. Huh, huh, huh. And I got another email uh, to chewingthefatattheblaze.com from Casey, who says, I am probably not the first to tell you this. Please go to Netflix and search College Scandal. Clearly, Netflix listens to the show. And they owe you some money, my friend. Can't wait to hear your next show. Uh, that is correct, uh, my friend Casey. You are 100% in all of your calculations in that email. Uh, Operation Varsity Blues. Uh, actually, the college admission scandal begins streaming streaming on Netflix uh, tomorrow, I believe, Wednesday, March 17th. For those of you listening live today on the 16th, uh, Operation Varsity Blues, the college admissions scandal. And we played a clip from the promo for that. And uh, it sounded uh interesting and i will say yes uh they do listen to chewing the fat i don't know however if they will i don't i'm pretty sure because the the promo didn't have my theme for uh operation varsity blues oh yeah Operation Varsity Blues. I mean, canon. <laughs> 
I'm guessing, and I, I, obviously I could be wrong, but I'm guessing that Netflix is not going to use the Chewing the Fat Operation Varsity Blues canon theme. But you never know. You never know. Ha, 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 ha.